Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Out of the Drawing Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast. Where each week, we discuss two episodes in the Pokemon anime and whatever else comes to our minds. Just a quick reminder, we are an E4 explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Austin. I'm so thankful for my health. Yeah, you should be. I'm glad, um, I'm glad you're feeling well, Austin. I'm feeling great. Great. Uh, how's our other co-host, Alex? How are you feeling? I feel personally attacked. All right, like Ganja Stranja. <laughs> I feel personally attacked because, as we might go into further detail, these past few, well, four weeks now have been very, very intense health-wise. Very, very true. And for me, as well as you, Alex. Yes. Uh, Austin, you've, me. you've made it alive. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> yeah, we'll put a disclaimer here. Alex and I are sick. And Austin's the healthy one, so he's got to bring it today. Don't I always? Yep, that's true. It's a regular day for you, Austin. Value your health. This Okay, this is going to be my PSA of the day. Value your health because you never know when something might happen unexpectedly and you're not the same person anymore afterwards, so. Okay, that, that was menacing. It was menacing. <laughs> it was. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man, um. Uh, okay. Uh, you were our listeners. You might be in your home, perfectly safe. Okay. And Alex turns a corner with a sledgehammer. <laughs> uh, She's okay. coming for you. No, actually, <laughs> it sounded that's... more like a threat than a suddenly, take care of yourself. <laughs> suddenly, I was reminded of like all the terrible stories that you read. Of like, okay, the one that sticks with me. This is a terrible story. There was a man who was like sleeping in his room. And all this, this is my worst nightmare. Oh my god, I hear this all the time. I know. I tell Austin all the time because it's literally my worst panic fear. This poor man was sleeping, and all of a sudden, a giant sinkhole opened up in his room, and he fell into the earth, never to be seen again. Then how do they know he was sleeping? Because he was, it was like in the middle of the night. He was sleeping in his bed, and then he gets sucked in by a sinkhole, and that's it. That's why every now and then I think about it, I'm like, oh my god, what if I'm just sitting here in my room, and a sinkhole opens up? It can happen. It can happen. (laughs) How do you know he just didn't dig a giant hole? He didn't dig a giant hole. There's the a lot earth of question said, marks around this. Look, the earth said, fuck you guy in particular, and then swallowed him up, and they never were able to rescue him. It was very sad. I think Team Rocket laid a trap. That's a Team yeah, Rocket they dug trap. a pit bull. That's the one that scarred you. The one that got me as a kid growing up was, I think it was like a cheerleader or something. Y'all, might, y'all, y'all definitely probably have heard of this. She got a flu shot, and her, like, motor skills completely swapped where like she couldn't run anymore what? But she could she couldn't run forwards but she could like walk backwards I'm, okay i've never like, heard of this. Never is heard this, this like a snopes thing that got proved false because I, I don't know i don't know it was on like the um news or something like that like it was on um i don't know where it happened at but it was like a cheerleader onion.com no no is this is real this is like they really interviewed her and everyone thinks she's like faking it but like she can't she can do like everything backwards like she can say like speak normally backwards but she can't talk what? Full. It's, she can speak it's, normally backwards it's so weird. like the words are mixed up yeah, or like, like she's a, on the like, fucking black lodge from twin peaks like if she was trying to say like a sentence like i went to the bathroom 
Like, it would come out like, but if she said bathroom went to the eye, it would, like, come out, like, perfect. It was weird. What? I've never... Austin, are you looking this up? I've never heard this before. I'm finding videos of cheerleaders doing backwards rolls in a gym. And that's it. I'm trying yeah. to know, like, what would you YouTube for that? Because I remember that being, like, a big thing growing up. And this... Okay, I remember, like, a teacher on. being like, this is... I had, like, a crazy teacher that was like, this could happen to you if you get the flu shot or something like that. And she showed it to us. Is this, like, one of those crazy, like, lunatic teachers who were like, if you don't have safe sex, you're going to die and explode or something, like, like in Mean Girls or whatever? No, she just said if you practice unsafe sex, you just fall in a sinkhole in the middle of the night. Yeah, well. Okay, she was on 2020. See? Oh, so this is true. It's so weird. Okay. Oh, yeah, it people came are up. saying it's fake, but she's saying it's real. Yeah, like everybody is saying nobody believes her. This, okay, I found it too. This is an ABC News article, so. So that's why they mentioned 2020. Got it. This is what, so people, so she, so they're just saying that she is saying this, but they don't know if it's true. Yeah, but she's like really committed to this. This is not something like, like it's hard to fake walk like that. She developed a British accent. I guess. oh yeah, that was I, oh I have heard of that. I have heard of this. That's okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, th- okay. Look, I'm not trying to make light of anybody's medical issues. Like, if this is really true, that's awful. I hope she gets better. I hope halfway through this podcast, Alex starts speaking with a British accent. <laughs> that's a British, okay. <laughs> Speaking really of British sick. accents, we tried that with the My Immortal podcast reading, and that didn't work so well, so that's why I abandoned it halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> Those episodes went out recently. Yeah, shout out to Austin. So when we were on hiatus due to, to, to our illnesses we've been dealing with, Austin had the brilliant idea of compilating all those readings that we did. So go ahead and check those out. It's a treat for your ears. <laughs> or don't. It might be a stabbing sensation in your ears because I tried to like correct the audio to make it consistent and it didn't work and it made my computer freeze up. So I just said, fuck it. And so I just put it together real quick and put it out there because I was like, I'm not going to bother with this. It's already shit anyway. It's the best kind of shit. There's a lot of random spikes that cause like <laughs> noise effects. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's to the atmosphere. Uh, reading yeah. style we have here whenever yeah. we say a word with the letter p in it jesus puh puh yeah have fun po editing this on. this um episode because i feel like my audio is doing something really fucky so good luck Austin, what have you done since our hiatus or now that we're back what'd you do over the hiatus nothing nothing okay nope. nothing honey nothing at all i've been doing me <laughs> doing you okay uh, Jacob, how are, what's going on with you? You made it sound like you were some sort of medical anomaly. It was a medical anomaly. It's weird. Um, so we were out three, four weeks. I'll give it that. Each week we were out, somebody in my house was sick. Oh, no. And it started with my dog. Woke up real early, like one Saturday. We actually had people coming over, and like she's whining. and kind of, She normally doesn't do that in the morning, but she's whining. So we're like, okay, maybe she's really got to go out really bad. We take her outside. She goes out. Diarrhea's, like, pretty bad. And then we go oh. b- come back in our house, and we're like, oh, no, something something smells bad Oh, no, there. no. <laughs> Walk over in the corner, and it looks like a Pollock painting all oh, over our God. rug and, like, the wall, near the wall. Did you get pictures? No, I didn't take pictures, no. I was going to sell it. I was going to take pictures and sell it <laughs> for art. Oh, my God. But, no, it was bad, and she was sick for, like, Probably a couple of days, and um, God, the worst thing about it was we were cleaning it up, 
and I was like rubbing my hand across the spot and I didn't see it and I scraped over some of her poop that was right there what yeah like I she went like a whole bunch of places and I thought I had all the spots cleaned up so I went back and scrubbed a tiny spot and I reached like off to the side and I missed the spot and my hand landed right in it okay with my pinky Uh, finger stop this is why we wear gloves to clean it was right in it like my pinky I thought oh I had gloves on they were I thought I was done like I thought I had everything good to go so you took the glove off yeah I was just like getting one little spot that I thought because I didn't think it'd be worth to go back and put on missed the spot got my finger pinky finger all in it so so I just licked it off and went back to cleaning I'm so glad out of the drying pan it's back for a third season this is what we've been craving (laughs) this is what we've been craving yeah, you know what? I recall before we went out and we recorded our last episode, we were like, oh my god, tune back in. This is going to be the best shit ever. Exciting ah, third season. Best shit ever. Yeah, and then here we go. Here we got poop stories and everybody's sick. And <laughs> yep. <sighs> Dog got better, though. After a couple of days, everything became solid. She's doing fine. Oh, this is fantastic. And then the week after that, or like recently... We were a little, we got like food poisoning at one point, like Gosh. the second week, Leslie and I did. And then this past week, I got something like, I'm pretty, it was like the flu really bad or like COVID or something. I don't know. But it was like my throat swole up so bad, I couldn't hardly swallow. And every time I did, Ooh. there was so much pain, my whole body would shake. And oh yeah, and I had like probably a high fever and it was just. I basically was like in a state where my body went in survival mode where like two days went by and I didn't realize two days went by. Walking's kind of hard. Like I'm still very fatigued. My taste buds have totally shifted on me. Okay, this is sounding like COVID to me. This is COVID. It's really weird. Like I can't, I went to go taste like a, like I love peanut butter. Peanut butter's like my thing. I hate peanut butter now. Like I tasted (gasps) some and I was like, this just doesn't taste good to me. I think it will come back to me. But, like, it did, it just went away. Like, my craving for that or, like, liking it's just totally gone. And then, like, Leslie was e- eating some popcorn one night. And I was like, I-, I don't like popcorn, typically. I'm, like, not a big popcorn guy. And she was like, do you want some? I tried one. Now I'm, like, addicted to it. I've had popcorn, like, two nights in a row. Like, big bowls of popcorn. It's just weird, like, the stuff that's going on. And then she got sick oh, after no. me, of course, because that's what happens, you know, when you're married. One of you gets sick. The next one's probably, you're all going to get she sick. she's sick now? She's better. Um, okay. Yeah, she's a lot better. Well, she's dealing with good. the fatigue stuff like I am. But it's just been a whirlwind these t- weeks off. I was like, oh, we got a break from the podcast. Maybe uh, take care of some enjoyment or enjoy some activities besides it. Nope. <laughs> it's been cooped up. Dang. Well, hopefully you guys are on your way to feeling better. And aren't contagious. I yeah, think it was don't. just <laughs> withdrawals from the podcast. It's like, you know, when you're yeah. addicted to something and you get withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, that's what our listeners have been dealing with too. Those withdrawal <laughs> symptoms. Withdrawal symptoms, yeah. Comment no, below. to have us back. Yeah, comment below with your worth symptom. Tell us how you've been feeling if you've missed us at all. Uh, that's it for me, though. So, uh, Alex, how you been feeling? Oh boy. <laughs> Part of me, I'm sort of grappling with like how much do I share? Maybe just the basics. So, the whole reason why we took a break is because I had to have a major surgery. So that's where I've been. That was about four weeks ago. And uh, unfortunately, not where I'm wanting to be. I'm still dealing with some post-op complications. But hopefully, hopefully I'll be feeling back to my normal self soon. But aside from that, so I spent like a week in the hospital. 
I've had a lot of time to catch up on a lot of shows and games and things like that. So that's what I've been doing for the past four weeks. What shows? What shows and games are we talking about here? Okay, so I started Stranger Things, which I didn't even want to start Stranger Things, but I felt like pressured into it. (laughs) Societal Um, peer pressure. Yes, because everybody's talking about it, I guess. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll just watch it. So I watched... I'm on season three now of that. God, what else have I watched? I started Family Guy, which, I don't know, must Whoa. be delirious. I know. Delirium is setting in. And then I've been addicted to RuPaul's Drag Race, so I've watched like three seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. What, what is going on here? I don't know. <laughs> I was feeling feeling very fierce and fashionable. I was like, wow, I wish I could be as fashionable as all these queens on here. Some of the costumes. I watch it for oh the costumes my God. and the makeup. I, drag queens. I thought it was like drag racing. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I actually was like, I was like, what is she watching the Speed Channel for? No. Oh RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> that's, just, <laughs> that's the most heterosexual thing I've heard in my entire life. <laughs> I mean, the whole theme of it is like a drag race. Like the title card is him holding like racing flags and okay. stuff. I was but. like, we well, had... Yeah, Family Guy, Stranger Things, and then Drag Race. What else? The Orville. I've watched that. It's another Seth MacFarlane thing because I was on a Seth MacFarlane kick for a minute. What else have I watched, Austin? I know I've watched more stuff than that. I have no idea. Oh, I watched a couple Disney films. I watched Lightyear. Just a bunch of random shit. I've been trying to fill the time. I've been playing Sims, Pokemon, all kinds of stuff. Which Pokemon? Ultra Moon. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Yeah, I, I I can't, we've talked about this ad nauseum before. I'm like, I try to stick to like a script and be like, okay, I'm going to play this game and then I'm not going to move on until I play this game. It doesn't happen. I was feeling like very islandy. So I was like, I need to play like island-y. an islandy game. <laughs> islandy. Speaking of islands. Are you going to the islands? I'm going to the orange islands. Oh my God. I was going to ask, Austin, you're editing this episode. So did we want to talk about the direct any, or did we want to just go straight into the episodes? We should talk about it. What What's there to talk about? I don't even remember what was in it. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Okay. Um, They revealed that headmaster guy. Oh, so they revealed some NPCs. That's right. It's like a school, and it's like three games in one, they're trying to say. Yeah, I didn't I really know. understand that. There's like three different things you can do or something, like battles, like a race thing, and like the treasure hunt or something. Is that, did I get that right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I'm just mainly bringing it up because I called, called it. Remember when I was like, it's going to be like open world, you can complete it at any pace you want. You guys remember that? Well, it yes, is yes. open world. <laughs> oh, and you can do the gyms in any order, which I'm not really sure how logistically that's going to work, but we'll see. Apparently, the gym's levels are set. That's so weird. So what if you're they like... They don't scale. That's what the leakers say. So if you're like level 50, you can go to the first gym and battle like the level 10 gym leader? Like, that's kind of dumb, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, that kind of defeats the uh, the purpose of it being challenging. It's Pokemon. It's not challenging at all. Yeah, when's the last time it's ever been challenging? Gen 1? Cynthia? <laughs> are you kidding me? Cynthia was super hard? Cynthia was not as hard as people make her out to be, although it took me three tries to, to beat her, I think. Yeah, so that's like a fair amount of, that's fair. Like, that's a good amount of challenge. It's like, that's enough to where you're not getting sick of it, but it's enough to where it's like, you feel good when you do it. That's what we want. So how are we feeling? Okay, I know we've only gotten, what, like two trailers? Very little information compared to, like, last 
last releases, but, like, what are we feeling? Like, who's our favorite Pokemon they have showed so far, and which version are you going to get? I've been converted from Violet to Scarlet. Why is that? <laughs> because of the, the legendary that has wheels but doesn't use them because it runs. I yeah. know! so stupid and cute. I love it. He's like Fred Flintstone. He's like... He's got his wheels, but they use their feet. <laughs> yeah, that. We'll see how that plays out with the the legendary being your like HM slave or whatever you call it. I like it. I'm sick and tired. I I was so overusing Pokemon for moves, like playing the old games and having to have one of them learn Cut or the other one learn Surf. I hate that shit. I'm so glad it's gone. What they're gonna do with this is you're gonna meet the legendary within the first five minutes of the game, but not be able to battle with it until the league. That's, that's what, what do. they said online. Yeah, that's exactly how they're going to do that. So what about you, Jacob? Are you still Team Scarlet or whatever? Is that what you initially wanted to do? Yeah, I think I'm Team Scarlet. I'll be Team Scarlet. And then I loved uh, that Fido. Was it the dog? Oh, God. <laughs> that was the best one. That's the best Pokemon in a while. I don't know. Part of me, I think it, I wish they had gone with a different color scheme because I feel like it's very Yamper-like. Yellow and white. Yamper. Brown. Yeah, that's just mine. What about you, Alex? Are you still... You're, did you change your mind any? No, I'm still Team Scarlet. I was Team Scarlet from the beginning. I like the legendary. I don't really care about the professors. I mean, everybody's always, like, drooling over the professors. Like, whatever. I was always going to go Scarlet. Scarlet. All right. So that's three Scarlets. Yeah. And that's, a, that's like, about it. That's all they showed. I mean... Nobody's going to talk about Wooper. Nobody at all. Well, I think Wooper and Jacob's dog had a meeting because Wooper's covered in shit. Yeah, I was about to say, Wooper looks like a turd now. <laughs> oh, it does not. It looks adorable. And it's got little, like, skull and crossbone antenna things going on. It's super cute. Austin said it's not going to evolve into Quagsire. It's going to evolve into something else. I wonder if that's true. That's what the internet says. Poop emoji. That'd be great. Voiced by Patrick Stewart. Yeah, that'd be great. We're just playing games. But it's what we feel, oh yeah And they say it doesn't make sense That we're just wasting time And they wonder why, yeah You know we got our own special language Then only we can speak, oh, oh yeah And parents never know just what it means, oh no Do we want to do the, the thing first or the episode first? What we got to guys... do the thing first because the last thing we talked about was the Lugia movie. Okay. Okay, so you want to do the the Power of One movie special. <laughs> Is that Did I say that right? It's not necessarily an episode. I don't, I don't know. I feel like they said it three different ways. Yeah, they, they kept saying it differently, <laughs> but this is a, I don't know what you call this thing. It's like a, of course it's a special, but it's like the kind of show parents that Pokemon is cool in a way. <laughs> is well, it? You know, parents, parents don't understand how we communicate. I, I oh. thought this was like what they put out. Austin, explain more about this. I'm struggling here. What, oh I don't God. even know what's going on here. It's not, an, it's not an episode of Pokemon. No, we discovered this kind of on accident. On the DVD, Alex and I watched like these weird recordings of like early 2000s pop bands doing performances on a stage with Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel fame. 
And we were like, what the hell is this? So I kind of <laughs> looked it up on YouTube and I found the complete TV 30 minute special that was showing this concert footage to promote the new upcoming Pokemon the movie 2000, also known as P2K. 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 They said that a lot. There was a lot of like weird cameos happening from various famous people. There was some weird messaging about like the power of the individual and what you can make a difference. Quoting Donna Summer, Weird Al was there. It was a lot happening. This is 20 minutes long and you meet a lot of people and get a lot of like mixed messaging throughout this whole thing. For kids, it's probably like way overdone. I never heard of this before. This was a new discovery. Can I just express my profound disappointment with this special? Okay, go on. Because they hyped it up. Like it was like you said, on the DVD itself, it had these like like sneak peek clips of like, you know, check out the special with like guest appearances by Weird Al and Christina Aguilera and relatively well known, I guess at the time people, even back then. And I watched this special thinking they were going to have, like, interviews with them or some kind of, like, short segment with them. The Weird Al thing was only, like, two seconds where he was, like, singing, like, Pokemon. And that was it. It was nothing. It was, like, nothing. I thought they were going to have, like, separate spinoffs or, like, separate interviews or something. Like, the making of Pokemon or, like... Why was Christina Aguilera even there? She just said, like, one sentence. She's like, anyone has the power to make a difference. And then that was it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where's the content? Are we going through this like in order or are we able to just free talk? Because I got something to say about that too. Let's go in order. Let's let's back okay. up and go in order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is all so much this going is on. So, there's like, <laughs> Alex, you hit the nail on the head with it being like overhyped. That's definitely the perfect way to describe it because you ha- you, they name drop every popular person in the 2000s. Every artist you can think of that's on the radio at this time or has like been on the billboard charts, their name gets dropped. You never see them. Even if you, you do see them, it's like a split hair second. That's all you get. Even Kobe Bryant is in this. Yeah, he didn't appear at all. It said like special appearances by Kobe Bryant and stuff. He was, it was literally a two, like a second screen grab of him like smiling. And what sort of involvement did he have with this? What? Like, yeah. I was trying to figure it out. Like, did they just like corner these people while they were in a ver- like a studio or something and be like, Hey, Kobe, real quick, could you, like, give us a platitude? He didn't even say anything. Uh, He had, like, he said something. No, he didn't. He said the power of one can accomplish a lot or something like that. that. Something something worthless. Yeah. Oh, okay. I must have blinked and missed it then because. They come out, like, first, like, Kel being the host of this is, like, the first thing I was (laughs) like, why? Kel? I'm I'm sorry, Kel. (laughs) <laughs> he did not seem into it at all. He was like, this is the no. dumbest shit. Yeah, he got out there and he was like, oh my, I encourage everyone, we'll link this in the uh, description for the podcast <laughs> if, we can, if we can do that. He comes out and I encourage everyone to watch this because this is what I did. Watch it at like normal speed and just soak in the cheese. Then go back in and watch it double speed and then you realize how much everyone j- is just hating being there. Like, even the audience, their jumps are, like, all in sync, and you can see, like, somebody directing them to do everything that they're doing. Is it really? Yeah, like, off to the side. Like, you can see, it's easier, actually, to see on double speed, because, like, you know, normal speed, you see people kind of jumping, but in double speed, it just makes, everything just looks, like, in sync. Like, they're being trained or told to do this. It's like an applause sign in, like, a studio. 
it looked like they were just like at a mall like or something. Like they were like at a shopping center. It's a parking lot. <laughs> These are just the people who happened to be there that day. Yeah, we got Kale Mitchell who just I guess Keenan was busy. I don't know how they didn't get both. Why not just get both? Keenan was auditioning for SNL <laughs> yeah, that day. That's the reason why he got the part over <laughs> Kale, because he actually they chose the wrong path. <laughs> Is this like a showgirls thing where like Kel doing this special ruined his career and that's why he never went back? <laughs> they saw that SNL casting saw this and was like, we got to go with the guy. Oh, the guy. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> Damn, that ruined his career. Holy cow. Kel comes out. That was the biggest thing to me. It was like, oh my God. I was like, this is Kel. Wow, they actually got Kel to do this. And then, um, do we get the story, the feel good story first, or does James Gallagher come out? It's next? okay. Can I set the stage a little bit? Yes, please do, because I <laughs> can't remember a lot. Okay, so I wrote I wrote down a few points. So Kel comes out. He's like pokemon yeah and you could tell pika, he's like pika. oh yeah and then he started screaming out violently pika pika pikachu and then that was really scary and then <laughs> he introduces those two like you couldn't get any more 90s generic pop band than this it's youngstown and nobody's angel and they come out and start singing a generic I don't even, I can't even tell you the words. It's like, think of a generic. I can tell you the words. Okay, please. We all it. live in a Pokemon, Pokemon world. I want to be the greatest master of the moon. Okay, well, I sort of blacked out then. because <laughs> <laughs> She's already done with it. Well, it's like the most generic. Think of any like 90s pop song and that's what it was. And then David Gallagher comes out, the seventh heaven kid. Oh, Dave, I said James Gallagher. <laughs> yeah. and, I didn't uh, notice. <laughs> So I, like, looked him up. I was like, where's he now? Or whatever. And I guess he did Seventh Heaven and, like, some voice acting. Did you guys know he was Riku in Kingdom Hearts? I did not know that. I did not know that. Mm-mm. Apparently, he does the voice. And that's, like, the last thing he's done. So I don't know where he is now, but he introduced... Well, he was the co-host for, like, five seconds until Kel ran him off the stage. It's like, it, that bye, was the David most uncomfortable <laughs> thing. That was. It was... Uh, even the handshake was awkward because they're, 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 they're both are right-handed. So the mics are in the right hand, so they try to shake left hands, but they don't know how to do it. So they're like, <laughs> it just looks like two, like, cupped hands touching each other. Like, why was he even out there? Like, he was like, hey, guys, and don't forget, Pokemon rules. And then Kel, like, pushed him <laughs> off the stage. And I was like, okay, bye, David Kel. <laughs> Literally pushed him off the stage. He didn't really, but he, like, sort of ushered him off. And, like, it kind of felt like David Gallagher was like, oh, that's it? Like, he was supposed to say more, but he didn't get a chance. I don't even know where to begin. Like- that's basically, Alex did a great job setting the stage. Yeah. After that, you get the uh, the feel-good story about the kids who sell lemonade because their mom had an adverse reaction to a flu shot. Oh, so- no. <laughs> what? No, she did not. <laughs> She had lupus. Oh, she had lupus? Oh, I didn't ever catch that. She had lupus? Yes, it was a sad story about her. the mom got sick and she had lupus. Oh, and you want to know a fun fact? I googled the thing. So they they went down to the beach and collected a bunch of rocks. And they painted them like ladybugs because ladybugs are good luck. If you google lucky ladybugs for lupus, the website is still active. But it hasn't been updated since October of 2001. Oh, oh, I was gonna be so man. excited. I'd be like, oh, they're still doing like stuff as yeah. adults. I but know. no, I was so upset. I was like, I googled it and it came up, and I was like, oh my god, they actually turned it into like an organization that's still active yeah. today. 
And so I went to the website and it was like last updated October 20 or October 2001. And then all the sections in there says information to come, information coming soon. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, uh, who's paying for that website to stay up? I know it's still there. You can use it could have been a free one. Like there's free ones. You don't have to. Yeah. Angel Fire. Yeah. GeoCity. Something like that. That's oh man, I was hoping that they would. Uh, I guess that special came on and they tried to like piggyback off of it, and then it just never like caught on. I guess YouTube didn't exist when this vi- uh, website was yeah. last updated, oh, no. so I couldn't link to it. No social media at all, which is like I wonder how hard it was to find like that story because like today you could just you could do anything and find a story like that in probably five seconds. I was trying to figure out how this all came to be. I'm like. Okay, so this is like a bunch of different contracts coming together into one special in which they were like, okay, so we need to have all these like children who raise money for firefighters and like, etc. That's going to be one thing that we've got to air because of some sort of demand from the network or something. I don't know how that came to be. Okay. Meanwhile, all the celebrity cameos for three seconds. Can I? (laughs) So... (laughs) I'm on the Warner Brothers website. I'm looking up this article. It's it's from July 10th, 2000. Oh my goodness. This special aired on WB on July 16th, 2000. A few, this was a few days before. This says the special will also feature behind the scenes recording sessions and interviews with some of the music industry stars who have contributed to the movie's soundtrack, including Donna Summer, Weird Al Yankovic, Dream Street, Alicia Antonino... All these people that they had on the show. But where were the fucking recording interviews? Like, where were the interviews? Where was the behind the scenes? Did we miss something? They had, like, little sound bites. That's not an interview. The clips from interviews. This says, among the show's highlights will be a special segment introduced by David Gallagher and spotlighting messages from L.A. Lakers star Kobe Bryant, Christina Aguilera, and the boys from NSYNC. They literally were like, hey, guys. Bye, guys. Yeah. I feel very robbed. I'm just feeling that this was like Pokemon airing this with parents watching it, hoping that parents would watch it with their kids too, to maybe be like another PR thing to be like, look, we promote good behavior. We we got all these fine celebrities backing us. Yeah, that's why I thought this was like some sort of weird, like, we have all this footage for like charity children. What are we going to do with it? I know there's a Pokemon movie this summer. Let's put those things together. Mm. Was Pokemon like controversial with parents are they still like are we coming off the porion thing a little bit here or maybe like the pokemon is witchcraft kind of thing and i think we're in that era we're in that era yeah then that this makes perfect sense this is for like the parents are listening to this in the background they're like oh okay pokemon is like not crazy i guess is what they're going for. that's what i thought it was for the celebrities serve no purpose here it just made it seem like there was going to be a lot more to this like it was going to be a whole thing it was going to be the mtv awards Yeah, I mean, more substantial than what it was. Like, actual interviews. Like, I want to know how Weird Al was approached. Like, I don't care really about... Well, Donna Summer, too. So, like, Donna Summer and Weird Al. Like, I want to know how they were approached. Oh, we got got an answer to Donna Summer. Well, she kind of talked a little bit. She's like, her kids or something were really into it. Yeah, they said they already had the song ready to go. And they were probably looking for people to be a... Sing it. Sing it. A Uh famous singer. They got in touch with Donna Summer. Yeah. Hmm. So, that answered that question. Yeah, but the the Pokemon thing and like NSYNC, NSYNC wasn't even, the, I'm just, ugh. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why when Austin sent this to us and I like click on the preview and it says like 20 minutes and yeah. 45 seconds. I was like, 
holy cow, this is going to be like back to back to back to back. No breaks, no breathing room, Eurovision style concert here. But no, it was just. <gasps> oh my God, that'd be amazing. That would be awesome. That would have been cooler than this. <laughs> that was like a half baked thing. I mean, there were the various celebrity footage cameos, but how could you guys not be amazed by the live performances that we did get? Okay. Oh my gosh, I got something. So awkward. It made me so uncomfortable every single minute of it. The exploitative nature of having a bunch of 9, 10, and 12-year-olds sing. I can't handle child performances. It just makes me so uncomfortable. Like, these poor kids. You said you're a big Shirley Temple fan, though. No, I am not. <laughs> Are you thinking of the um, the non-alcoholic beverage, Jacob? Oh, like that. So, oh, that one. Okay. So our first live performance was this girl... I think her segment was, like, the longest one. And I really feel, like, I'm trying to be, I'm not trying to rip this girl because she's, like, 12 at the time. So I'm It not, sounded like, awful. Make... You could say it. It was not I good. Mean... <laughs> she couldn't hit a high note to save her life. Okay. In her defense, okay, she's this 12-year-old girl from wherever. I can't remember where she said she lived. But I feel like this is a failing on the parts of all the adults around her because they said her mother entered her into a online singing contest or something again another random thing that got filtered into this pokemon thing yeah and then so her mom auditions her okay i can't sing so i feel really bad for like i'm not trying to like drag this girl but, but you're like, not trying to be a singer there's a no. difference there that okay you're right but celine dion said she's wonderful yeah so like the music producer for like pokemon and then celine dion's manager or something like contacted this girl and like got her to sing and i just i don't know i feel like i feel like she was very exploited yep listening to that i was like Ugh. yeah like why i mean even yeah like austin celine dion even called her up and was like wow you're so great where's this girl now i don't what became of her i don't know okay, to be fair she sounded a lot better than the like eight-year-old oh boy. boy bands that got up oh there. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, she, she, I could actually understand what she was saying. I can understand what she was saying. She had a problem hitting a little bit of the high notes, but she was, like, ten times... That should have been the closing performance, not fucking Dream Street or whatever we got at the Dream end there. Dream Street! That was... She was better, a lot better than them. Best live performance for this. I'll say we that. We have to no, be respectful. No, best live performance was the boy band, girl band group. Yeah, well, they were adults. Exactly. They, they were adult, and they like knew how to like hit their marks and stuff, and they like knew how to sing. I, I'm sure they were lip syncing. Oh, that was another thing too that screwed this girl over was they had lip lip syncing, but it was like I don't know they did it wrong. It was like too fast for how she was singing. Like so, she would still be on the last word or something like that, and then it would go into the chorus, and she'd have to catch up with it, and it oh. was like throwing her off. Like the lip syncing was not in sync with what she was singing did you see that alex did you notice that i don't know my my internet was sort of lagging so i couldn't tell if it was like the video lagging behind or the audio but i mean i just i really want to preface and and stress that we're not trying to make fun of 12 year old kids i felt bad for i was pretty harsh but i felt bad for but i'm like they set the scrub to fail with this thing especially with the audio being not right and like celine dion calling her up that's just like that's weird Another cameo. Yeah, that's that was make, that's what made it bad for me. Was like this is just another celebrity cameo thing. You know, I don't really know if she's even doing this for this girl. I'm on a website called Discogs, and I'm looking up this girl, and I wanted to see what music she's done. And apparently, all it says is albums, dreams from the Pokemon 2000, the Power of One soundtrack, 
And then there was some, there's something on here called Late Extended Mix Quake Tramps Best 18. What? What? Did she do like background vocals or something? I guess. This was 2008. So maybe some kind of... God, I just want to know more information. <laughs> this left more questions than answers across the whole board with this thing. That's for sure. Okay, this says, okay, Last FM says that she has performed at major sporting events, celebrity fundraisers, and national and international political events. Uh, what kind of political events are we talking here? I don't know. It says in 2000, she won an online talent search. Oh, this was for the Pokemon thing. In March 2000, she won a nationwide online talent search on this website, a new web-based entertainment company founded by Oscar and Grammy award-winning lyricist Carol Bayer Sager. Yeah, we saw her. Right. She was on the, the special. And then 14-time Grammy award-winning producer and songwriter David Foster. That was Celine Dion's person. And 10-time Grammy award-winning singer, songwriter, producer Kenny Babyface Edmonds. So then she was asked by the vice president of soundtracks of Atlantic Records to record a song on the Pokemon 2000 Power of One soundtrack. And that was the song Dreams. God, there was a lot of really heavy hitters involved in getting her to do this. There was a lot. That is, that's a hell of a lineup, for real. Like, why wasn't she skyrocketed into stardom? Like, I don't understand why she wasn't, like, Taylor because Swift the special. or something. The special ruined her career. I mean, it's like one bad... Her and Kel. One bad performance Jeez. and you're out. Like, yeah, like, look at Kel. SNL saw this and it was over. I'm just very surprised. Like, this didn't shoot her into, like, international fame or something. What else happens in this special? We gotta talk about Dream Street. Okay, this is... Okay, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna start this off. To this point, Donna Summer's, like, the highlight of this segment of celebrity, like, talk. And she's kind of filling up a lot more time than the other ones. And Kale's like, hey, it's Donna Summer, yay! They go to a preview. Then Kale says, all right, it's time for a live performance from... And I'm like, hell yeah, Donna Summer's gonna come out. That's gonna close this thing off well. Nope. It's fucking Dream Street. I never even heard of these people before. I don't know what the okay. hell was going on with this. This is okay, stupid. Okay, Kale said this was their TV debut, apparently. Yeah, it was. Their TV, television debut. Did anybody get psyched out, though? Did you guys think Donna Summer was really gonna come out? I was like, this is... I did not think Donna think that? Summer was going to come oh out. No God. way. I thought, like, this is Uh-oh. how they save it. This has been the payoff. Okay, okay, Donna Summer, we're in the back parking lot of a Ralph's. Come on out. Oh, Ralph's. <laughs> I was fooled. I was so hoping. I thought it was going to be Weird Al with his accordion, and he was just going to come out. I could see him coming out. Yeah, yeah, well, I was upset. But they Donna Summer was talked about for 20 minutes before this. <laughs> they didn't. Okay, so in between... Alicia's bit and then Dream Street's closer. They had the short, like two second cameos from Christina Aguilera, NSYNC, Kobe, and the Donna Summer and Weird Al sort of, kind of, sort of interview. Not really. It was like a two second thing. I was pissed. We did not see the B 52s. Why? Oh, that did they cool. even mention them? They, they like did. for one sentence, they mentioned them. And you hear their little song for a half second, like the chosen one. Oh. I had a moment because I was listening to this soundtrack, this Pokemon 2000 soundtrack, and I saw the B-52s were on it, and I was like, oh, so it's just like some B-side or whatever from some B-52s album that no one's ever heard of, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the B-52s start saying the prophecy. What? Y'all gotta listen to this song because it's literally the B-52s saying, 
disturb not the harmony oh. of fire, <laughs> ice, and lightning. But like I forget what the guy's name is. Like he's like and oh my god, he they literally recite the prophecy, and that's the song. Are you serious, y'all? You have insane. Oh my god, what's the song? It's the chosen one by the B fifty twos. We didn't get that. We got the rest of that stuff instead. This is like this is the Love Shack people, right? Oh yeah, Rock Lobster. I feel, again, I feel that we were done a huge disservice and that this was not really a special at all. Like, I thought there was going to be a continuation because they kept saying, like, and when we get back, you know, surprise performances by and guest starring, blah, blah, blah. And then okay. nothing came of it. And I'm like, where's part two? Alex. I got to cut Alex, Alex off. Take, 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 take a minute. What? <laughs> take a minute. Go to YouTube and listen to this song. Oh, wait, did you listen to it? Yes. <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm over here stewing about my anger about having missed out on this. And you guys are over there listening. Oh, to my. This. Austin set the, pi- set the picture perfect. He set it it's up perfect. It's so weird. Is there a link? <laughs> hold on. You could just uh, Google it. Send her the link. I just Googled it. Okay. Okay. Hold, hold oh, on. my gosh. It's about like a minute in before they start singing, it sounds like. They're literally reciting the prophecy. That's all it is. And it's the guy's <laughs> voice. It's the Love Shack. It's great. What's his name? I can't remember. We can look it up the, uh, what is the B-52 members? I should know this as a gay person. Where's the prophecy? It's coming. It comes in late. Is it Fred Schneider? Is that the guy's name? Yes. Oh. Is this it? Oh my god! <laughs> it's perfect. This, this needs to be archived. What timestamp are you at? Me? Yeah. I was at 52 seconds. That's when I cut it off. I was like, this is exactly what he said. Be 52 seconds. Oh, okay, here we go. I got the woman now. Into thy hands we come together. You are the chosen one. Amazing. I mean, I think it's actually a pretty good bop. Oh, it is. Like, the music's great with it. They, they are the only ones that could have made that entertaining. That's for sure. For one thing, that's great because there's probably not, like... Of course, they had to make the music, which is fun, but that's their style of music. Second, there's no... They didn't have to come up with any words for it, lyrics. So that was like... This is brilliant by them. This is like... Whoever produced this gave them the best choice. This is the best thing for them to do. Because I couldn't see them singing like a serious song that's like... We can't... Like the power of one or anything like that. This is perfect for them. What a time to be alive. I God, I can't believe I got all the way to 2022 without knowing this gem existed. I've never heard this before in my life. Maybe there's a reason why we didn't hear it before now. Yeah, because the world is a cruel place. Yeah, trying to hide it from us. <laughs> all right. Well, that was bad podcasting. It was just us giggling. Well, you got to overlay the song, clearly. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, we got to talk about Dream Street. All right. Let's talk about Dream Street. Yeah, this will close it out with Dream Street. Yeah. <laughs> I never even heard of these people before. Okay, when you say people, these are like nine to 
Oh, yeah, there's like seven and eight year old kids. And then one of them's like, one of them's clearly older than the rest of them, or he's at least taller. Okay, I think that one may have been Jesse McCartney. He wasn't the main one. He was the blonde one. I do know, I, I looked them up. So just a side note, one of them has since passed away and it's relatively recently. It was 2020. So mm-hmm. rest in peace. But Jesse McCartney is the one that went on to have some sort of relatively some kind of success. He was like on Disney Channel and stuff, I remember. Yeah, he's done music and I think he's had maybe some voice acting roles and stuff. He's had some moderate success. I know his name. That's the, I know that name. He was on The Mass Singer at one point. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not surprised the band didn't last because... Did you see why the band didn't last? It was something between, like, the parents and the producers or something, It was right? the manager, right? The manager was exploiting them. Yeah, something untoward was going down, apparently. Yikes. Well, that aside... I don't, I don't want to focus on, like the exploitation of children too much let's focus on how bad that song was (laughs) that song another song where okay first of all i do want to focus on the exploitation of children because the weird way they have these 11 year old boys like uh whoa that is great (laughs) yeah and you can imagine Uh, (laughs) you can imagine audience the dance moves that comes along with such noises oh my god (laughs) because there's a lot of like air thrusting and a lot of like let me lift oh up my, my shirt to show my... I'm putting this in air quotes. Abs? Wait, did they lift their shirts up? I missed that. Well, they're swinging their arms, and their arms are just happening to catch their shirts. Well, they're in They're in those early 2000s giant t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Could you imagine the, the preteen girls in that audience at that moment? <laughs> I'm just picturing it. I don't know. Like, the, the like the pseudo-sexuality of it all is so... Wow. Oh, wow. So weird. Like, the, <laughs> like so the tiger so... beat of it all. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't you... Don't drag tiger beat. I read that magazine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to drag Tiger Beat, because Tiger Beat in, in that whole industry is responsible for this Dream Street performance. Like... This whole, like, I don't know, weird 12-year-old lust for... Ugh. I'm so... Like, okay, on the one hand, looking back as it, at it as an adult, I'm I'm pretty mortified. But then I'm also trying to put myself back into, you know, my 11, 12-year-old self, like, shoes. And I'm like, this was peak nine... Like, I, I just remember being a preteen girl and the stereotypical, like, reading Tiger Beat and being in love with, like, Orlando Bloom and, like... <laughs> Oh my god, you guys, I can't. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's the two, year 2000. It's boy band by committee. We 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 know. Yeah. <laughs> Age doesn't matter. They're all the same. They're all the same boy band, which is weird about it. Oh my gosh. Oh, O-Town made an appearance on this soundtrack. Did y'all see that? Who? O-Town? Who is O-Town? Oh my god. Okay. So, uh, there was like a either MTV or VH1 like reality show at this time called like Making the Band. It's like a competition type thing to make a new boy band or something. Oh, Jesus. Was that the one where they audition different people and then they put them together to form the ultimate boy band? Yes. And you audition for separate parts of it, like the bass or whatever it is. Yeah. So the end result was O-Town named on Orlando, Florida, not Motown, the famous record label. Okay. So they made an appearance. Dream Street. I got to talk about the Dream Street lyrics. Because their song was like, it starts out very teeny popper, very like, parents, they just don't understand. They don't understand what you and I have. It's very special and real and everything, you know, that kind of crap. And you're like, okay, so it's like a 
12-year-old boy band song about young love and whatever, right? Yeah, no. parents don't understand. No, no. The, suddenly we swerve into parents, they don't understand Pokemon. Well, that's true, too, actually. They don't understand yep. Pokemon. They, they don't. just don't get it. <laughs> Nerds. A bunch of nerd parents out there. Can't comprehend it. I do love that. It tricks you. It starts you off like, yeah, girl, like, parents just don't get it. Like, you and I love each other, even though we're too young to know what that is. And, like, then it's, like, psych Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand how we communicate. We got our own special language. I mean, honestly, I'm put, put yourself into the shoes of a parent in 2000, and Pokemon is this global phenomenon, and you have no fucking clue what Pokemon is. And you're like, what's a Pikachu? And, like... Is that like a disease? Like you don't even know what that is. You're like, what are these fucking kids saying? My I don't son know. got the Pikachu. Pokemon. I mean, even Donna Summer was like, I used to call it Pokemans before my kids yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So see, I mean, I can sympathize. I I don't know. I just thought these lyrics were so insane. Was that all right? Was that ever Pokemon's angle? Is like be rebellious <laughs> from so your parents? No. No. <laughs> I don't know, that's just out of place, isn't it, then? <laughs> yeah, it was totally weird. Pokemon, I mean, people were attacking it, though. I mean, if we want to, I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, but, like, PETA was all up Pokemon's ass for a while, and, like, the satanic <laughs> crazy people, or, like, they were like, oh, Pokemon's satanic, and we talked about this in one of our episodes. People were nuts. I mean, even our first episode, I think we talked about, like, even my own mom was like, you can't watch that. It's got Pokemon fighting each other. It's violent. This song will be the anthem for those people to be like, it's a secret cult. Yeah, really. <laughs> they, they would echo this through ever. Yeah. Look at these lyrics. Look, they're saying disobey your parents. Oh, my God. Well, that was amazing. We need to find more stuff like this. This is fun to talk about. These weird offshoot things. I love things. shit like this. I do too. This is the real reason I like Pokemon as an adult is because I like to see the marketing of it and how how they handle this property. But it's so different. I would love if like everything did this. Like if there's a Yu-Gi-Oh one, I want to see that. Like a Dragon Ball Z one. I want to or like a, what's another popular thing that kids had growing up? Like even a toy. Like I want to see like each brand try to do something like this that would be great that would be like a great series to watch and do this is of its era like this could only happen in the summer of 2000 yeah yeah it's true absolutely i mean this could never happen again i mean pokemon is such an ingrained well-known i mean and besides all of us who grew up with it in the 2000 like early 90s 2000 we are the adults now so of course we understand it it's not parents do understand yeah pokemon like, all the people who are, like, posting, like, here's my kid playing Pokemon, you know, like, their toddler playing Pokemon. It's, like, those were the kids who were young in 2000, and it's, like, to your point, Austin, we're never gonna see this again, because everybody fucking knows what Pokemon is now. Yeah. It's the most popular franchise of all time. Yeah, Jacob's right. We should have seen the Yokai Watch making of special yeah, that'd be on our CW. <laughs> I had high hopes for a Yokai Watch several years back when it first was coming over here i'm like okay let's see and then it just died fizzled out they tried to push it too hard i think it was too i think it was too rooted in like japanese mythology which yeah that's true the too. average american kid isn't gonna know or get the jokes or puns of some of the monsters are like well it doesn't make sense because we don't know any of your lore and history and mythology so 
as opposed to this, which is like the most American thing I think I've ever seen in my life. I wonder how the Japanese, like, how did they feel about us bastardizing all this stuff? They don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. They don't oh care. Oh my god. I think once the check cleared, or like once the money was counted, I think they were like, <laughs> they can ham- bastardize this as much as they want. Uh, we're fine. Have y'all seen the Japanese Pokemon variety shows? No, but that sounds amazing. If it's oh anything God. like regular Japanese variety shows, which are bonker balls. They're wild. We need to do a whole episode about that at some can point. We, can we? Can we? I would love that. It's hard to find clips, but we'll see what we can do. Man, I don't know. What a what a time. I know, Austin, you always yell at me every time. I'm like, oh, I wish I could go back in time to the 90s and the 2000s. Like, how can you not miss this? It's okay, I just watched the Woodstock 99 documentary on Netflix. Oh, isn't that oh something? Go watch that. Isn't that something? Go watch that. Will I change my mind? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. You'll yes. be like, none of this was good. All of this okay. was bad. Oh, man. That was great. That was a great documentary. It was okay. Uh, well, it was funny. as I thought it was going to be about Woodstock 94, which was Mudstock. Mm. Yeah. But no... This is sadly not. This is the like crimes committed every three seconds and like bands telling people to commit felonies document the Woodstock. Whoa. Th- there's some really nasty stuff in there. Like really bad. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so let's keep up the mood. Before we move on from this, I just got to say, should we mention Herman Cain? Um, what's the context? Just how ridiculous this whole enterprise is that the mythology of it gets so complex that it ends up jacob you know about this right i have no idea what this is okay we gotta get into it i'm sorry alex well you go for it i'm not sure what you're saying so go ahead okay the donna summer song you can make a difference etc etc yeah the pokemon song right yeah the pokemon song so apparently republican presidential candidate used that as one of his campaign slogans and attributed it to a great poet without any context whatsoever a great poet Yes, so then people pointed out, wait a fucking minute, that's a song from a Pokemon movie. Oh my god. And and I guess Herman Cain, who, I mean, not to speak ill of the dead, but was a fucking idiot, was like, yeah, I know it's from the Pokemon movie. Hey, you know what, I Pokemon <laughs> fans, you can, anyone can be a Pokemon fan. I don't think Herman Cain was. How do you know? I think know? someone on his campaign team was trolling him. You don't know. Maybe Herman Cain really, like, enjoyed playing Pokemon and was a really avid fan. Mm, I'm going to disagree with that one. I will say, I don't know, like, his story, but there are people that, like, I've mentioned it before, and then they're like, oh, yeah, Pokemon. And I'd never thought in a million years that they would know anything about it. All right, name some names. Who are we talking about? My, like, uh, a bunch of football players. Like, I'd be in the football locker room. And I think, oh. like, Black and White would come out or something like that. And then people who I wouldn't think would be a part of it would be like, oh, yeah, I just bought it and stuff like It would be just like a See, weird... See, like, people, people our age. Judgmentalness. Yeah. Well, that's who I hung out with. I wasn't hanging out with, like, 80-year-old dudes at the Waffle you House You were hanging out with old men? Yeah. <laughs> at a fundraiser. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. Okay, see, you know what? This This is why Pokemon is so magical, and it has the power to bring all kinds of people together and you can bond over your shared love of pokemon and become the best of friends i'm not being her best friends with herman Cain. well no i'm just saying like in general you can't judge a book by its cover you might look at somebody and be like oh, there's no way they're into video games there's no way they like something childish like pokemon pokemon is for everyone 
Austin, that's how you and I became friends. That's I not how we became friends. Shared love of Pokemon. That's not just, true. Just let, it, just let it be, Austin. Just let God, me have for this the moment. podcast. Let it be. All right, who's our MVP and LVP? Austin oh ruined that. I was like, here we go, bonding over Pokemon. We have a podcast, all three of us together, friends, Pokemon, bringing the world together. Austin's like, fuck that. We didn't become friends because of Pokemon. We did it. Austin would be terrible to like as a kid. Like, say, if he was your brother. And you were like, got in trouble by like breaking something, and you would be like, "All right, we gotta come up with a story." So mom and dad don't think it's us. And then you'd come up with this elaborate story, and then like the parents would ask, and you'd be like, "Oh, well, you know, this happened, this happened." And then Austin would be like, "It's us. We did it. <laughs> we did yep. it." Not true. Not, not true. true. That was not my childhood experience. You want to know what my childhood experience was? My younger sister doing shit, and then going and crying to mom and saying Austin did it. That was my childhood experience. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Austin Austin is definitely a ride or die bitch. I think he would totally Yeah. That's the title of the episode right there. Austin right. told me I asked him one time, I said, Austin, if I was ever in jail, would you be my one phone call? Would you like help me out? And he'd be like, Yes, yes I would. I'd break you out of that fucking jail. Yeah. He, he I would. know Austin's my ride or die, so he would not do it legally either. Like the jail cell no. would be cracked. Yeah. No. Spoon through the <laughs> yeah. wall. I mean, this is gonna be a process to get you out of there, but you're gonna get out for sure austin's the kind he he's a no questions kind of person maybe after the fact like you know when shit settled down and be like okay what the fuck happened but like during it god no for real though austin he would he would do what needed to be done i think in the moment well i gotta like you yeah you gotta be really yeah. good friends first true otherwise you're on your own <laughs> all right we've rambled yeah. on like crazy people this is a weird episode okay are we doing the uh are we doing mvp lvp for this or do you guys no. want to? Okay. Yes, we should actually. Um, I okay, we can do it. <laughs> All right. Um, I have a quote. I even have a quote. I don't have any of this shit. So I'm just going to like, I don't even remember anything that was said. I don't care. I'll go first. Um, I didn't do the randomizer, but I'll just go first. Who cares? <laughs> My uh, MVP goes to the mall for allowing this oh function to be held outside of it. Um, My um, LVP. Uh, I redeem myself for it goes to the the um the girl Alicia because I think this people did her wrong with messing up her auto tune in her not her auto tune but her uh music feed for her because that was performance was not great. It was and, very Mariah Carey at the New Year's. Yeah, there's a lot of audio stuff going on there, so that that's unfortunate. That's it. My quote's gonna be um you can only make a difference, and that's from a famous poet. So ah dang okay who's next? I'll go. My MVP is going to be um, Youngstown and Nobody's Angel for doing the best performance <laughs> of the three. As an adult, you would expect out of an adult band. Yes. Okay. Because they were grownups and they knew how to perform on a stage. Yes. I, I We didn't even talk about Youngstown and their Inspector Gadget shit that I love so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. That'll be a later time. No. Um, the sexual. Okay. We watched this a few weeks back. We watched oh the, the, v, or the VHS, the DVD special. And Youngstown apparently did the Inspector Gadget song, but they have two versions. They have the clean for Disney Channel version, and then they have the sexual version. Okay. So in the clean version, they say, go, go, Gadget. Right. Okay. Yes. And then in the the not clean version, they said, "I'll freak you with my gadget." Oh, I thought you were gonna say like "Go Go Gadget Erection" or something like no, that. No, no. This is it's still 
weird anyway. Like, why would you even make a sexualized version of an Inspector Gadget song? It's so weird. And, and then they had, like, they had the clips of the, the Matthew Broderick Inspector Gadget. Oh, my God. It was so weird. Oh, God. That's creepy. That's really weird. I mean, LVP is going to be the B-52s for not making an appearance. <laughs> but having the best with song. With our amazing song. Yep. Oh, and my quote will be, uh, I'm going to freak you with my gadget. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I am going to give my MVP to Weird Al for being Aww. there for five seconds and because he had the best song. My LVP is going to be WB for lying to us and telling us that there were going to be all these interviews and behind the scenes things that we never got to see. So shame on you, WB. I'm still waiting. It's been 22 years. Let's see, quote. I'm going to give my quote to David Gallagher when he yelled out, Pokemon rules, and then was pushed off the stage. <laughs> Literally pushed <laughs> off the stage. Yeah, Kel kicked him down the stairs and never heard of him again. So Can we do a Seventh Heaven podcast? Because there's some crazy shit in that. Didn't they have Wasn't a... there some crazy like yeah. behind-the-scenes shit with the actors, too? I know, but like the dad. Yeah. Some shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's do a Seventh Heaven podcast. <laughs> oh, and Dawson's Seven minutes Creek. In heaven. Dawson's Creek, Seventh Heaven. What were some of the other, like, Angel, Buffy? We got to watch all those. Oh, my gosh. Gilmore Girls. Spike. I could do that one. I could do Gilmore Girls. I can think of any. Are we Team Angel or are we Team Spike? Angel. Oh, okay. Is that Buffy? No, not for any, not for sheer Spike has bad hair reasons. Who, Spike or Angel. Spike. Yeah, Spike had bad hair, but he kind of looks like Billy Idol, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Okay. That's Buffy? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen Buffy. It's overrated. Overrated. (laughs) I've seen clips of Buffy, and I'm like, that's it. Seems somewhat entertaining. Not to the level that people watched it, though. Was Medium a 90s show, or was that 2000s? I've never even heard of that. Medium? Wasn't that with Jennifer Love Hewitt? She was Ghost Whisperer, wasn't she? A Ghost Whisperer, not Medium. Er, I'm I'm a bad person. (laughs) What? You're a bad person? Okay. Because I can't remember my bad show. We need to do something where you guys go through all the shows that you've watched, like 90s and stuff like that. Because I haven't haven't hardly ever heard or watched anything you guys say. You guys name the title. I guess who acts in it (laughs) and what the show's about. That'd be great. We should do that. That'd be that would be a fantastic. I may have been raised by TV as a kid. That can be a filler episode. Like just throw out some random anime show. Give me an. I'll give you an actor, an actress, uh, plot, uh, how the show ended. Like Mad Libs, but for shows. Yeah, there you go. That's a good way of saying it. Saved by the Bell. I know that one. Saved by the Bell, the new class. Mm-hmm. Don't know. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. Now we got an actual episode. If you're still with us after that disaster. Water War, this episode this week. That title's not good. It's not a good episode. Okay, the next two episodes are called, like, Pokemon Food Fight and Pokemon Double Trouble or some shit. So someone someone was on a kick. I don't know what was going on. They listened to Dream Street. 
Uh, maybe. I just didn't understand. I confess that at first, I thought this episode was Pokemon Waterworld, and I thought it was going to have a totally <gasps> different vibe. Ooh, that'd be a great episode. Could you imagine if we had, like, a, a Waterworld Pokemon episode where it's, like, this post-apocalyptic, like, Mad Max-esque type Pokemon episode? That'd be awesome. That's how it should, every episode should be like that. We need to be in a wasteland this whole time. That's what the Ore remake should be. Ooh, oh my god, don't get me started. Okay, Jacob, you remember, I remember you watched this episode a while ago and you said you liked it. I thought it was uh, kind of cool. I, I thought it was good at the time. Then I rewatched uh, it and I was like, I was just so entranced by the special that this like <laughs> seemed good to me. I rewatched it and I'm like, I don't know. I feel like we could talk about this episode in five minutes and be done with it. With all the stuff that Let's happens do that. in it. Yeah. Yeah. This episode was disappointing. Do you guys want to go through it normally? Like, I got the randomizer up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Randomizer spoken. I got the 32nd. Austin, you're talking about it. And Alex, you get to kind of fill in um, plot, <laughs> plot holes. Kind of also be there. Okay, cool. No, no, no. <laughs> Alex, I want you reciting the prophecy from the Pokemon the movie 2000 <laughs> in the background as Austin talks about. Okay. Disturb not the whatever of earth and fire and water, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> there you go. And it's still been a week. It's still been about a week and a half since I've seen this. So give me some courtesy here. You only got to talk for 30 seconds. Okay. Starting in three, two, one, go. So we arrive on an island. There's a fire. Uh, our squirrel tries to put it out, but can't. Then this whole bunch of world turtle come up. They put it out. Squirtle Turtle take the Squirtle back to their training compound. They have a little battle. Team Rocket Tricks are Squirtle and War Turtle group to go out with them. They get trapped. They escape. They come back. There's a building on fire. Uh, old Scyther and Tracy's weak Pokemon can't put it out. Our Squirtle, along with Captain Aiden's, Captain Aiden's uh, War Turtle and Blastoise, are able to put out the fire. And our Squirtle feels really good for living its old glory days out. Boom. Time. Did you say Captain Ahab? I said Ahab, yeah. I meant Aiden. Oh. I think that's his name. His name's Captain Aiden. I, wrote, I made a note of that. Aiden. I like it better as Captain Ahab. He's trying to get the white waylord. <laughs> yeah. I thought Ahab would be more appropriate with us sailing on ships and going through islands, but... Okay, I'm really upset now that we didn't have a white waylord episode. I'm really mad. <laughs> <laughs> we could pretend this is it. But no, this is a much more boring episode. Um, this episode, we're on island, war turtle. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> oh, I got the island name. Okay, what is it? Ascorbia. What? A S C O C O R B I A. What kind of citrus is that? I don't know. Ascorbia? That's how I think you say that. I may be saying it wrong. What? It doesn't matter because we're going to go to the Ascorbia Island Art Museum. Oh, oh, oh. Can I have a, like a stupid fact? Yes. Sorry, I'm being annoying. Ascorbic acid is what is oh. found in like citric it's a vitamin C ascorbic acid. So maybe like ascorbia is a vitamin C citrus fruit. So we're breaking down like the chemical compounds of fruits now. But yes. the islands. Yes. We're really stretching here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Ascorbic... Thank God we're almost out of, out of the orange islands. Jeez. Ascorbic acid is literally vitamin C. All right. I actually think that's really clever. Good job, Pokemon. Anyway. We're going to go to another art museum. Um, remember that one art museum that like had the fake ghost ship and all that? Oh, yeah. Sure. But Ash wants some burgers and fries. Well, unfortunately, uh, Shoreside Warehouse is burning down. So naturally, a large crowd of people gathers to watch from an unsafe distance. And Ash and Misty go, we're the heroes of the show. And they're like, let's go run into the blazing flames and put it out with our little portal and star you. 
Jenny comes up and she's like, don't do that, but they do it anyway. They almost get killed by some wreckage, but unfortunately their lives are saved by a war turtle wearing a yellow scarf. I say unfortunately because you don't run into fires. You, they should die for that. Captain Aiden or slash Ahab is there with the war turtle <laughs> squad, and the lead war turtle is the one wearing the scarf, so we can know it's the, it's the important one. That's an odd way to point out, like, Captain. Captain... War turtle captain. Well, he's wearing a captain scarf. Planet. He's wearing a he's scarf, a fighting human. fires. Like a scarf is like for cold weather, <laughs> stuff like that. He's gonna suffocate quicker than the rest of them if he's near smoke. He should be in a little suit, like a fire, like a firefighter suit. Well, maybe he puts the scarf up over his face so that the smoke inhalation doesn't kill him as fast. They don't do that because that's how you die a lot quicker. That's the reason why they give you the tank. These turtles were not prepared for firefighting. They were not. They were just like running around. Can I also butt in with an unrelated fact? Absolutely. It's not really a fact either. It's just a stupid observation because why not? I've been playing Ultra Moon, like I said, and the GS ball had a cameo mentioned in Ultra Moon. Yes, it did. What what happened? What was the context? There's like an old guy in like the marina or whatever, and you like go up and talk to him and they're having a conversation between this younger guy and the old guy. And he's like, ooh, the GS ball. And he mentions it. And he's like, some people call it the greatest Smith's ball. But other people call it the gold silver ball. It's up to you. I don't know. The greatest Smith ball? Yeah, that's what it's what apparently, allegedly. Like a Smith made it? Like a blacksmith kind of thing? Yes. The greatest Smith's ball or the gold silver ball. And then he gives you a premier ball as like a gift for listening to him. And I was like, okay, thanks, guy. Couldn't he give us the GS ball as a gift for listening to him? Yeah, really. I'm like, this is weak sauce giving me a premier ball, but okay. A little weird little lore. I just, I don't know. I was like, well, we were talking about gold and silver and the GS ball because we're on this errand for Oak that we have forgotten about again. So Yeah, I forgot about it. We didn't even talk about They saw Oak on Shimudi Island and didn't give him the GS ball. When did they see him? Oh, that is true. At the very end when Delia's like, Ash! Oh, during the movie. Yeah. Well, obviously that doesn't count because that doesn't happen in real life. It's non-canon. In real life? <laughs> it was a fever dream. In Ash's real life. Anyway, boring-ass Squirtle episode. The twerps follow Captain Ahab to the War Turtle Fire Station training course for no reason. And he's, like, showing them that the War Turtles do some military-style training I like how they had the little full metal jacket. Do, 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 do. They're like, war turtle, door, turtle, door. <laughs> that was my quote. Sorry. <laughs> it was the only notice, no, notable thing of the whole episode. I'm sorry. It's true. That was the highlight. The rest of it is some stupid shit. Where Squirtle's like, his wound as a firefighter is hurt. Even though he's only ever put out one fire in his life. And... So we get this rivalry between War Turtle and Squirtle. We do some target practice, very much like that one soda can gym we went to. Some skeet shooting, that's what they're doing. Skeet shooting. Team Rocket attacks with our Nintendo Ultra Hand. <laughs> Old Man Scyther is let out to save us from Weezing Smog Attack, and then he goes, Sigh! Sigh! Aww. I love him. He's my new favorite character. He's taking over He's a perfect for me. angel. Yeah. <laughs> I think Team Rocket gets away with the War Turtles and Squirtle and Pikachu. Yes. I wasn't paying too much attention. Yes, they do. Okay, then we're driving around in a Jeep for a while. 
looking for the log cabin that the twerps know they've gone to because that's what they do. Meanwhile, Jenny calls Captain Ahab and says that there's a fire in the apartment complex downtown. You know, the one apartment complex downtown. Right. That, yeah. that one's on fire. So Missy's like, I got this. Don't worry. So she takes like Meryl and... Scyther. She takes Scyther, yeah. Meryl. She takes Scyther and yes. Meryl to go put out a fire. Yeah, this is the C team going. This is A team and B team are busy. <laughs> we got to send the C team here. Ahab's driving his little Jeep around. It's like, well, we got to save War Turtle. Child, you go. You, you run to the city. Go. Uh, so she does... Meanwhile, Ash, Tracy, and Ahab find the log cabin. They get the war turtles back. And then they all go to downtown to find Misty. And I guess the Squirtle and War Turtle and a Blastoise all team up. And they save a little boy from the fire. Then Squirtle and War Turtle have like a romantic moment where they look deeply into each other's eyes as sparkles are in the background. You know, I, re- I really thought this was going to be an Ash leave Squirtle behind because Squirtle wants to fulfill his dream or something. But like, no. Uh... Oh, apparently that's coming up. You keep that. You mark that for later. Okay. Okay. You're confusing two episodes. Oh, okay. This one makes sense for that to happen here, though, Alex. It really would. I mean, I thought I literally, I mean, I must be, obviously I'm conflating two memories, but it's like, I thought this would make perfect sense. I'm like, clearly this is setting up something but not yet okay and now i guess the episode's over because at this point my notes stop being about the squirtle episode and they start being about dream street and the b52s yep. <laughs> that was literally all that happened there was literally nothing else they just it was a nothing burger of an yeah. episode yeah what was keeping the blastoise at the end from getting to the an overturned semi-truck, which they could have easily pushed to the side because there was, like, 700 Blastoise standing around. Which makes me think is, like, this city's awful. There's a flip semi. There's a fi- There's been, like, two fires in three days. Like, <laughs> catastrophic fires. Like, this city's a hellhole. I think there's an arsonist at work. <laughs> yeah. The Zorbeck Island, whatever it's called, is awful. Ho- hold your going- thought. Hold your thought there because that, oh, okay. that might be uh, something I mentioned later. <laughs> God, this place would suck to live. And we never even got to see the art museum. <laughs> it's yeah, gone. Yeah, if only they had fucking gone with Tracy and went to go see the... Well, that probably burned down, too. Yeah, it's gone. Cares? It burned to a crisp while they were trying to get the war turtles back. Yeah. Okay. yeah. They went to the place where the art museum used to be. Yeah, this episode... I'm, I'm, I was way wrong when I said this was a good episode. Yeah, after this and the Charizard episode, we've had some duds. Yeah. Thank God you sent us that um special, movie special thing. Otherwise, this would be a really dull episode. I'm glad I found that. Yeah, for real. I didn't know that existed. Uh, you guys ready to move on to the MVP, MVP, and the quote for the episode? Oh, boy, are we. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy, are we. Austin, you're first, followed by Alex, and then me. I guess my quote will be, Misty says about Squirtle and War Turtle, who would have thought those two are friends? And Tracy says... Even though they're different, I guess they're two of a kind. And I'm like, how fucking different are they? They're both turtles. One's just a little bit bigger. <laughs> One has ear things. Like, they're the same thing. Okay. <laughs> My MVP, I guess, will be Squirtle, because it's a Squirtle episode. And my LVP will be the infrastructure of Vitamin C Island or wherever, wherever the hell we are. The cardboard infrastructure of the city. Yeah. yeah. They built the island on a pile of matches. I don't know. Oh, every building's just asbestos. <laughs> Sun hits it too hot. It's so hot. Yeah, this is a horrible place. Let's leave now. 
Oh my god. Wait, no, aren't they? They're still on the island because they said they're going to walk to the other side of the island to go to the port yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, why do they keep doing this? Hopefully the flip semis and the catastrophic fires don't get them in between the places. Oh lordy. I will give my MVP to Old Man Scyther, of course, for doing that awesome rapid spin attack and then wearing himself out to the point where he's almost on the verge of collapse. I felt bad for him. And then he goes to fight the fire. Like... I don't know what Tracy was thinking, sending out a bug type to go fight a fire, but okay. MVP, though, because he tries Tracy's trying to get Scyther to die. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) With the smoke inhalation and everything and the overexertion, Tracy, I don't know. But old man Scyther does what he can. LVP, I'm giving it to Officer Jenny because I believe strongly that she is the arsonist. Oh, you gave her the LVP? Yeah, because she's the only mine. constant. Yeah, she's always there. I'm sorry, Jacob, but she she's very suspicious to me. She's always at the scene of the crime, and she does nothing to stop the blaze. She's just standing there saying, everybody keep away. Oh, I guess I can't do anything but watch this fire. I think she's guilty. Okay. And my quote, I didn't really have a lot of, there wasn't a lot of good quotes in this episode, but whatever. I'll give it to Team Rocket, the one time where James says, I don't see why we have to give the boss every single Pokemon we've caught. And Jesse says, you're right, James. Sometimes you're not quite as dumb as you look. Mm. Good for James for, like, you know, fighting the the man and not giving in to Giovanni. Okay, I'm going to give my MVP to the sunglasses because they look really cool on Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really cool. And I'm going to give my LVP to Captain Aiden. Captain A-hole. Yeah, I think that Ooh. he may be the one starting the fires. Oh, interesting Like take. with like a detonator or something? Something like that. Or using one of the Pokemon he works with, one of the many ones he works with. Because, I mean, there's a lot of fires going on. Maybe he's trying to use it to justify keeping his department or something like that. You know, like maybe budget cuts were coming up and you got to be like, hey, you know, we need a fire department. Yeah, that was a huge facility they had. Yeah, I mean, that was a lot of money going into that. So maybe Aiden's keeping some of that money for himself. So he's my LVP. And then my uh, quote comes from Tracy. This is when, like, Squirtle and War Turtle are racing. And he goes, like, I can't believe it. They set a new Turtle land speed record. I was like, oh, my you, God, that was so good. How do you know? <laughs> Why do you have that, like, record on hand? Why not? Now they're actual turtles? I don't know. It's just weird. You know, I just want to, like, tack on to Captain Aiden, like, why he's such a butthole. Like, I didn't mention this, but there was a few times where he insults the twerps. Did you guys pick that up? Oh, he's, like, talking down to them? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, the first time he's like, Ash, no way your stinky little squirtle is going to win against my war turtle. And then later on, he insults Misty because she's like, I got to do something. And he's like... What can you do? Oh and then God. she like <laughs> really I... yes. Mm, wow. All and right. I was like, oh, okay, definitely. That's why I called him Captain A Hole because he's kind of a butt. He's a grown ass man and salty. And the whole message of Power of One is you can fulfill your <sighs> duties and destinies and dreams if you just believe. That's not a good message. Aiden took that a little the wrong way. Like the Power of One. Like Aiden's the one and only. He's not presenting a good message to the kids. I mean, okay. Kids, anybody who's listening, do not run into fires to save people. That's the one exception. Do not do that. Kids, don't be listening to this podcast, please. Yeah. But still, don't ever let somebody tell you you can't accomplish your dreams. Run into that fire. Run into that burning building. Except for that. Yep, don't do that. (laughs) Nope.
yeah, I guess that uh, that wraps up that episode. That's Yay. just a dud. Just a dud. Best duds the past couple of times. Maybe next week, Austin. What we got going on? Maybe those will be a little bit better. I already name dropped these. It's Pokemon Food Fight and Pokemon Double Trouble. Are these any good? We'll find out. We'll hey, find I out. have an idea. Instead of watching the Pokemon Food Fight episode, let's watch that terrible animated movie Food Fight. I've seen that. <laughs> With um, wasn't it Charlie Sheen and who was the girl? Was it Hillary, Hillary Duff? Duff? Oh my it was god! Duff. We gotta watch that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, do yourself a favor and look that up. Okay. Do yourself a favor and don't look that up. Okay, so food fight. <laughs> this Char- Charlie Sheen and Hillary Duff are in this. The actor and actress is my guest. And it's... my my <laughs> my plot is like the two it's a boy and a girl. They like each other. And the only way they express it is through food fighting. Um... And they use their friends to food fight with the other group of friends. And this eventually brings them closer to where they're eating lunch together. Yeah, that's exactly the plot. That'd be a better movie. No, Jacob, this movie's a cluster. Oh, it's not any good? It's incredibly bad. It's It's like, you know those screensavers from Windows 95? It's like that. (laughs) It's that kind of animation? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Charlie Sheen plays like a dog. He's like a dog detective man. And Hilary Duff is like a human with cat ears, and they're like in love with each other. Uh, oh, that was close. Hey, that's not bad. And then they have to investigate. There's like an evil corporation or something in the supermarket. Uh, oh my God. You just have to watch. I can't even do it justice. You just have to. Yes, Austin. Can we finish the episode now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is it. All right. I'll close this out here. This is a good first episode to be back, right? Good first episode. Sure. Back in the saddle. Back in the saddle. And we just like to say thank you all for listening and be sure to leave us a five star rating. And if you have any questions or comments for the show, be sure to send them to out of the drying pan at gmo.com. Again, that is out of the drying pan at gmo.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at out of drying pan. Again, our handle is out of drying pan. And join us next time as the journey continues. With courage, you can set things right. To dream and make dreams real is yours and mine. The power of one begins with believing. It starts in the heart, then flows through the soul and changes the